Yo, what is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Silencing of Stigma podcast with your host, Austin, and the other one, Kathy Kirshner. Hello. We're going to have to pass the mic back here, back and forth, because we are currently in Florida on vacation. It's not been a vacation, guys. Can you just wait till I give you the mic so people can hear you? Yeah. But uh, like I said on every other podcast, welcome back. Uh, thanks for viewing. Not viewing because obviously you can't see us, but thanks for listening every week if you do. We, uh, we appreciate it. Do you have a comment that you want me to read from one of our listeners? No. I'm not going to read it, but I'm just... I'm trying to get at thanks thanks for commenting thanks for the support whoever is reaching out giving us we we notice all that and we greatly appreciate it keeps us motivated and uh keeps us uh going and yeah so we are I'll read that while you're talking but we are in Florida right now we are here for I think it's five days six five days six nights Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, six days. Not really, because they're not here all day Sunday. But anyway, you uh, you said you had anxiety going into the trip for some reason, mm-hmm. and you said it was probably because you didn't have the control, like you didn't know what was going on. Because I planned everything, right? Maybe a little bit. But uh, yeah. So we're here, sitting in this nice uh nice place that we got, and uh. So he says I have anxiety. I did have anxiety. For some reason, I get anxiety when I go away. Um, when I'm packing, I get emotional. I don't know why. started years ago after Kyle passed away. I feel like I have to be able to be in control and get home if I want to get home. So anytime that I travel far in an airplane or whatever, it starts to freak me out. Like I can't get home if I want to, even though I know I can get on a plane at any point. So once I get here... I have fun. So I just wanted to thank Austin for this trip. He did plan everything. Um, From the condo that we're staying in, the rental car, the airplane, he upgraded us. So it all started when we got to the airport. We laughed a lot on the way to the airport. Um, He laughs at the weirdness. I got a phone call at 3.30 in the morning, and he thought that was hysterical. Um, Then we get to the airport, and he surprises me. We get front row seats in the airplane. So we got to sit in first class, basically, coming here on the airplane. Um, We got into Orlando, and he told me before we got into Orlando that I wasn't going to believe the car that he rented and that I probably wouldn't be able to get in and out of it. And up pulls this. It's a Corvette. What year is it? Oh, he's going to explain the car. It's a it's a 2021 Corvette, the C8. It's a ZL1, ZL3 package with the, or sorry, it's the LT3 package with the Z something other. So we'll it's, it's like a sports package, but it's, it's like the top of the line for the year 2021. And, uh, yeah, it was. I was looking at rental cars online and they get pretty expensive sometimes. And I was looking for like a sport, like a sports car this time. I was like, I'm tired of getting the regular Toyota Camry full size car and just 
putting around a little little car, right? So I was like, I'm doing something different this time. So I downloaded the app uh, Turo, and the first time I'm using it, I set it up, and I'm searching Orlando Airport, and they actually deliver the car to you, some of them. And I'm looking at it, and there's like Ferraris, there's Lambos, and all this stuff, but those got a little too expensive. So my next option was the Corvette. So I picked out like one of the best ones. And, uh, yeah, so I got that and it, we were standing there and at the airport departures, was it departure? No, it was the arrivals. And I was waiting for the guy to pull up. It's my appointments was start at nine and it was like nine fifteen till he pulled up and we were talking, we, me and my mom were laughing about how it could be a scam. Like it's going to pull up like a little piece of shit car and I'm like, it's scammed and, but, uh, he ended up pulling up and she kept, she was like every car that would go by, like somewhat decent car, like a Mercedes or like a Lexus or something. She's like, did you order a Lexus? And I'll be like, no. Nah. Did you order a Mercedes? No. I said, you'll know when you see it. <laughs> so this, it pulls up. It's a, it's like a really, it's like a really light blue with red stripes. That's white. It's not white. I'll prove it to you, but we'll put a picture up online so you guys can see it. But yeah, like she said, I uh, I got front row seats. It's only Spirit Airlines, so basically the first class for that would be just two bigger seats up front. You don't have a middle person. It's like a console in between you two, so it's just extra space. So when she says first class, a lot of people will probably think like... First class for Spirit. Whatever you guys want to think about first class. Everybody's got their own perception on that, but yeah, we got the, the flight... And then we got the car, and then the place is actually pretty nice, too. It's one of the nicest ones we've stayed in. But uh, it's I kind of just did it because, one, we I wasn't even going to bring her. Well, no. She just keeps begging. I myself, guys. So I kind of, I was like, all right, whatever. So I, like, set it up. And it's, it's almost like giving back, giving back in return, like, for all the stuff that you planned out and shit so when I'm we were little when we were like little it's like i want to give back and like to like in a certain extent of like you've never experienced a corvette before so it's like first time experiencing that and like giving her new experiences i mean we've she rode a bike for the first time in how long 35 years years, we rode bikes today for like two hours i was (laughs) i mean florida's pretty much flat unless you want to go in the Unless you on the walking trail part instead of the bike trail, but uh, yeah, we did that. But uh, I'm honestly just grateful to be able to spend the money and afford uh, things like this. This opportunity to uh, get to experience. It may sound dumb to some of you guys, like okay, you just got a sports car, big deal. But that that's kind of stuff. Like when I was a kid, I, I wanted to experience one day, and I got to experience the sports car, and I know what that's like now, and. And then, like, the place, we've obviously spent time in places like this before. And uh, the location, we're literally right out. You walk out of the balcony, you see the beach, the water, and uh, the first class on the the plane. They say if you want to live a certain lifestyle, you should probably test it out before you actually, like, try to live it to see if you actually like it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just grateful to be able to get a glimpse of that lifestyle. And we've... I've talked to my mom about it in the car. When you're driving a sports car like that, you don't, it doesn't really feel like you're driving a sports car until you get out and look at it. It's like, yeah. 
it's just getting you from from point a to point b but then when you start getting like the performance part of it and like the response time on the on the throttle it is quick and it kind of reminds me of my bike i used to have a sports bike and like, like the response time on the throttle was pretty crazy and then like the performance just taking turns it just it's smooth it's a really smooth car and i didn't like it at first but as we've been driving more oh i've been driving more i've actually been liking a lot better but uh yeah just to just to be able to spend the money and then come out here and, and just relax and just do whatever Yeah, I came along for the ride. He's going to put videos up. I don't know if he's putting them up on Silencing a Stigma page, but we actually did ride bikes today. It was kind of hilarious. He took me over a big bridge. Um, I was pretty impressed. I haven't rode a bike in 35 years, and those that listen to this podcast know that Austin and I have this unique relationship. So some people will even text and say, he's so mean to you, or he's mean to you on this podcast or whatever. It's not him being mean. He's just brutally honest. He won't be honest. He won't admit. I did pretty damn good today on that bike. He's just looking at me. He's laughing at me the whole time. But it was fun. And I can tell you the whole time I'm riding this bike, I get teary-eyed because they always say if you put your mind to something, you can do it. And I can tell you 10 years ago, I wouldn't have been able to ride that bike for 10 minutes. And how far do you think we went today? I don't know. It had to be. We. I mean, we drove. I mean, we rode for two hours straight, like nonstop. Two and a half. We probably only stopped for like a minute or so, like maybe twice or three times. Cause one time we got, I got lost. So I was like, but yeah. To be honest, she she did keep up with me in in the back end. As as we're riding, it it's like uh, even with like this whole trip, you just see like all the messages we talked about on previous podcasts about different things about your focus and like what you focus on is what you get so like it's it's crazy how you implement these things in your life and it's so true like how all this stuff works and she's riding a bike and it was you said 35 years 35 years she hasn't been on a bike but when i i found out quickly she wasn't very uh qualified to be riding a bike well, first of all, when we first rented the bike, she started pedaling. She's like, I think something's wrong. <laughs> I was like, okay, here we go. And she uh, her, she got away you, she got away with that one because the chain was actually off the sprocket, so there was no going. She's like, I'm pedaling. It's not going anywhere. So we had to turn around right away. Got She got another bike. And then uh, she's like, you're going to have to slow down a little bit. I got to get used to this bike again. So we're, we're going along. <laughs> I'm always in front of her, so she's following me. I'm always looking back. Always looking back. <laughs> she, uh, I didn't know, but apparently she was in, like, first gear, and I was in, like, third. And I think these bikes had, like, 21 gears. But she, uh, I was my ass off. <laughs> when you're in, like, a higher gear, you, you, uh, there's more force on the pedals, so therefore you move quicker as, at a quicker rate of speed. Yeah. <sighs> Sorry, there's a bug. Um, so she was in gear one, meaning like that's for uphills, but it's all flat at this point. So she's like moving real faster. <laughs> I wish I would have had a video of it, but she's like pedaling as fast as you can, doing all these rotations while I'm just cruising along. Because you guys can just get the picture of that in your head. Because I'm watching him just cruising, my feet are 
but then she uh right. i had to figure out the the gears for her but she figured that out but yeah back to like implementing things through the podcast in the real life she uh i found out another reason <laughs> i found she wasn't too qualified to be riding a bike right away was the couple of those turns we took and this goes back to when we talk about what you focus on you get in your life right so as she's riding she is literally when she turns she's she's looking straight down right in front of her but for her instance she was looking so if we would turn and there's a tree she looked right at the tree the whole time and she was like whoa 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 and then she like almost hit the tree and she'd have to stop and it took her a while to figure out the brakes as well she did a i almost cut her off and she ran into my, my back tire at one point she, <laughs> she was a she was a safety she was a safety hazard safety hazard for sure i didn't take any dogs out i didn't take any walkers out or any bikers but yeah she did she did pretty good and uh yeah she um she was afraid to stand up so whenever you hit a bump you're supposed to stand up so like cushions your your ride she just sit there and she oh 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 ah like every time we hit a, a bump and then she complains about how her ass hurts right now so i can barely sit guys i did the best i could i had that little seat and i got a big butt and i just kept riding and riding and like to austin's point like we talk about on podcasts do things and you know before i handed the mic back to austin like 10 years ago i wouldn't have been able to ride 10 minutes on that bike and it made me realize how important getting in shape is for me and I'm grateful that I took that journey and I don't always get it right. And yeah, I eat cake and things like that. But to be able to get on that bike today um, was amazing to me. I didn't know where we were going. Uh, He has a video. We decided we were going to do a little off-road riding. So I'm already struggling (laughs) to turn on curves. And these sidewalks are curving. Just for those who've never been to Florida, there's it's a bike a walking path so you're not on the main street so you're on these walking paths there could be people with dogs there could be bikes there could be uh walkers whatever run joggers whatever you could encounter and i did get a little nervous every time we encountered somebody um one time i got my brakes confused with my gears and i did crash a little bit i turned the corner and did almost hit a tree um but austin takes me <laughs> Austin takes me off-roading. I knew it was a bad idea when we got off. I took a picture of us looking at the trail, and I know that it said the walking trail you went to the left, the riding trail you stayed to the right, and he went to the left, and I went to the right, and then he didn't talk to me. I was yelling his name, and he wasn't answering me. So I go back around, and I take the left, and literally it's a walking trail, guys. I mean, you're going over roots of trees, some of it was a partial sand, so you would like sink a little bit. It was ridiculous, and I knew that I should not be on it. And then, plus, we were supposed to have helmets on to even go back that way, and neither of us had our helmets on. Um, he has a hilarious video of me. I literally tried to go over. Was it a root that I was going over? It was very narrow. Yeah, and it was very narrow, and I got a little paranoid, and I hit the root, and my pedal, my feet fell off the pedal, and I landed on the side because it was narrow, so I was what probably just laying on a bank with my bike and my leg between the bike, and 
and things really got funny because I'm just going to say it on here because we share everything. I literally peed my pants. I couldn't stop laughing. And when I laughed really hard, like I peed my pants and I literally looked at him and said, I just peed my pants and I need to go back to our place to change my clothes because I couldn't stop laughing. It hurt and it laughed and I'm laughing when it hurt. We got out of these woods. Well, the next, when I went over it, I finally got over it and I catch up to him and he's laughing at me. Well, now it's some bamboo bridge that he's supposed to be going across that clearly wasn't big enough for a bike. It was definitely a walking trail at that point. So I made a decision. I was turning around and I was going back. Like it's okay in life. And we talk on our podcast to be adventurous and try new things, but that was not a riding trail. So we did get back onto the road and we kept riding till he got us lost. Listen, guys. In life, sometimes you got to take the road less traveled. <laughs> and that's exactly, that's exactly what we did. We're driving along and I'm like, oh, this looks a little more difficult over here this way. You take the road less traveled. It was a walking path. I didn't ride a bike for 35 years. So we're, hour number two. So as we're traveling... As we're traveling, I do not have my mom in mind. <laughs> just keep going. <laughs> we go up over this route, and I'm like, okay, this is a little difficult for me. So we go up over this route, and I come to that. She called it a bamboo bridge, but it wasn't bamboo. It was a lot steeper than the last thing I just accomplished, and I'm like, I stopped. <laughs> I look back, and there she is, bike laid over, laughing. And I was like, this is a great moment to get my phone out. So as soon as I did that, she's like, I literally just pissed myself. She's like, my my leg and my pants are all soaked. She's like, are you? She's like, are you cereal? Then <laughs> she, yeah. then she comes down closer and she's like, I gotta go back to the place. She was all flustered. <laughs> just gives you guys an idea. We had four hours on the bike and this was probably like an hour and a half in. This is two hours. This is like an hour and a half in. She wants to do an intermission, go back to the place, <laughs> change clothes because her bike seat was all soaked with piss the whole time we were going back. And then she she made a comment. She made a comment. that was like, we can't go back that soon. I got to dry out first. <laughs> but no, we. I decided to take the road less travel. And like she said, she got over the hump, right? And you came back down and you're all flustered. You didn't know where you're going, but you're heading straight for another mountain three times the size. I said, do you see where you're going? And then I turned around and went back up over the hump that she failed on. She's like, she's like, I'm not going over that. <laughs> but she made it over that time. So what was the difference? I was prepared more. Oh, okay. I had more No, but the like I said, you, she, you can't allow people like that to hold you back in life. But I had to, I had to sacrifice. I had to sacrifice, so she uh, she helped me back from uh, accomplishing my goals in my life. But uh, yeah, it was it was a fun ride, and we uh, we traveled back two hours, and yeah. And so tomorrow, maybe jet skis. <laughs> but honestly, guys, like we only live life once, and so I've been trying to keep up with him. Uh, we have a great relationship. I'd say we have a pretty good relationship. He does his thing during the day. I do my thing during the day. I lay on the beach. He goes out, plays basketball. 
Um, both of us have been to the gym, so I made a decision before I was not eating good before this vacation. I was gaining weight back and I had to get serious again. So I decided I would use this vacation as a way to start back to the gym because they have a nice gym here. We've been here before. And of course, walking on the beach. So it's all about like putting your mind to it. Everybody says, oh, vacation, you know, you should be eating cake and going to the grocery store and enjoying yourself. But I realized that I was doing that without being on vacation. So I started a trainer a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago. Then I fell down the steps, so I couldn't do that for a while. And so this week I thought I'm just going to get myself back together and focus. So it just goes to show even on vacation, you can be disciplined. I'm eating better than Austin is this week, actually. Um, he had a couple cheeseburgers. I'm just saying. I did not have cheeseburgers. Um, but tomorrow, I don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. Maybe just lay on the beach. I literally fell asleep on the beach this afternoon. My piney is hurting right now. Um, but any of you that know me and Austin on the podcast, we do fight. We don't fight, but... A lot of people say, he's so mean to you. That's just Austin's style. He's always going to be blunt, and it helps me, and it keeps me in line. Um, and this trip is like a memory. And like Austin said, I appreciate that he's trying to give me what I gave them when they were younger. And family's important. We learned that years ago. And so now we're just trying to make new memories, happy memories. And that's important, too. Family's important. I look around the beach when I'm out it's pretty cold out by the way this week here but I'm making sure that I get to the beach but just looking around I saw a dad with his little boy um tonight today when I was down at the beach and then I saw a family that had twins it reminded me of when we took Kyle Austin and Dylan to the beach and they were like struggling and the the wife was yelling at the husband and they were trying to get their stuff together and I just basically said you know what like I had twins I've been in your shoes and it gets better and it does get better um so anytime that you can make a memory, it's, it's an awesome thing to do. It's quiet time for me and those that know me know I can't sit still and I can't not talk to people. Um, but it really causes you to reflect on your life. I sit on the beach and I journal, think about things in my head. And, uh, of course we miss Kyle because Kyle loves the beach always did and then we were driving to dinner tonight and I just looked over at Austin I said I could only imagine Kyle sitting in this Corvette right now that stupid ass grin on his face those that listen that knew Kyle he (laughs) he would be insisting on driving it he would be a maniac in this car and he would be just so thrilled and then I thought to myself well he's actually with us right now um but it's important, guys, to make the memories when you can make them. Yeah, he was on my lap. He was my guardian angel in the car. Um, he was my guardian angel on the bike today, too. <laughs> but literally, you know, I think about him when I come on vacation. I think about him every day. And I, I'm just appreciative that, to Austin's point, that we have the ability to do the things that we want to do. And anybody can set a goal and and hit that goal. Austin told me when he picked the car up, he said, I'm going to live this week like, what did you say? Like, I want to live. Like, I want to do things that I want in life now. It's kind of like a a time to, and like I said in the beginning, like if you have the, the finances and whatever to actually get a glimpse of what you maybe want your lifestyle to look like then then go out and 
and try to see if that's a lifestyle you want to live. It's not, we, we talk about the cars, the place, the, the first class, whatever. It's not a, it's not really about those moments. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's an experience. Yeah. It's, it's putting all that effort like that you put in the, to get the money and receive the money that you worked hard for to, to get those experiences, right. To, to see what those experiences would feel like. And then honestly, and we, I was going to talk about this earlier, but like the whole car thing, when you're driving it, it's, it's not the car that makes you, it's not the materialistic, it's the, the extrinsic, uh, the outside things, the outside resource, whatever. It's not those things that make who you are. It's, it's the, it's, you're the person, like you got to remember where you came from and all that stuff. Like you are who you are and it, and those outside things can't change that. So whether I'm in a, in my regular truck at home versus this car, I'm still the same person. And I don't see people differently because we're all equal. When it comes to humanity, we are all humans, right? So like, yeah, I went to Walmart like when in this car, I don't care. And then like people are commenting saying, dude, that car is sick. And I'll be like, yeah, thanks. Like it's, it's, it's actually a rental. Like <laughs> I'm going to be honest with the guy. Like I'm not going to say it's my car. It's a rental. But then their, their next comments, well, how much is that? And I, I explain it to him, like, but yeah, to be able to experience this kind of stuff, it's, it's going to be something that you look back on. And, and I was talking to a buddy from work today and he said, it's like, it's like motivation. It's like, if that's what you want, then it's like, you got a glimpse of, it. you know, what it feels like. So now it's like, it's like in you to want that. So you're going to do whatever it takes to get there. Right. Yeah. And for me. And everybody that knows me, I'm pretty simple. I don't do anything extravagant, and I'm always watching my money. Everybody always says that to me. And this week, just opened my eyes. Like, we can't take our money with us. We need to be careful. But the experience itself has been tremendous for me. Um, My life has changed so much over all these years. And the fact that I'm here and doing this, it's, it's crazy. Like we get sad and we get depressed and things like that. And then we're able to do something like this. And it's, it's a good feeling. It's a good feeling that I'm able and healthy and can do this kind of stuff and, and laugh. Like we had a lot of laughs over different things. I mean, we just, laugh at each other I mean and I like to talk and everybody knows I like to talk but literally the first day Austin was talking more than me and I had to call him out I'm like oh my god you're talking more than me today and for those that listen Farhan listens to this I continued to say hello to 10 people it was a little difficult because there's not that many people here Um, but every day I was managing to say hello today. I said a little bit too much. We went to a restaurant. We had two people dressed in Phillies outfits and I stopped at their table and asked them if they were from Pennsylvania. Austin said they didn't look like they wanted to talk to me. Um, but they were from New Jersey anyway. So that's why they shouldn't have Philadelphia Philly stuff on at the restaurant if they didn't want to talk to me. But it's all about, you know, talking to people and it's amazing what material things can cause the different situations that these material things can cause like the attention attention that you get is like crazy 
you know, in the car you're driving down and people are waving to you. And like when you get out, it's like insane that people are staring at you and things like that. And for people like me and Austin who don't need that attention, like we're not used to it and we don't, it's not that important to us. I mean, it was fun, but we didn't do it. So people would look at us. It just draws attention to you. And it's, it's just a different feeling. I like to be... The world, the world nowadays, we, uh, they, everybody seeks validation through materialistic things, right? Like everything speaks value. Like, so if I'm driving the, the Corvette versus a piece of shit car and I get out, the Corvette's going to speak more volume than it, that little piece of shit car, right? Cause people are going to look at you and respect you more. It's just, it's just how society works, right? Cause it, it's just like social media. The people that gain the most attention are the ones that are rewarded the most, right? Because they they grab everybody's attention by their their media and draw the attention to them, so therefore they get paid more and whatever. But everything's about who gets who can create the most uh, value and attention, right? It's just like and it, it kind of comes with stigma too, as well. Like if you wear a suit versus regular basketball shorts and a t-shirt. Who you gonna respect more? Majority of the people would look at the guy in the suit and be like, "That guy's doing something in his life, and he's more valuable just because, by the way, he dresses." Yeah. But uh, yeah the the trip the trip is like I said, I'm grateful for it and all the hard work that we put in in our lives, and to be able to share it. I mean. There's going to be more future trips to come. Hopefully, we can get more of the family to come. Dylan and Dad, maybe, to come out and uh, share some share some time with us. We we tried to get them out here, but they didn't want to come. But for all for all the the kings out there <laughs> who uh, who don't have girlfriends, who don't have people to share these kinds of experiences with share with your mom oh my gosh i'm the queen guys you share you share with the the one who helped bring you in this world right now he's trying to make me cry. you can't you can't it's it's more valuable it means more when you share it with the person that brings the one that brought you into the world like you're you're giving back and again i'm gonna bring it up it's it's every i feel like it's a lot of our like our generation's mindset or our goal is to give back to our kids. I mean, our, our parents, right? It's like that circle, circle of life. Cause it comes to a time where your kid. So I was a kid at one point, you guys basically gave me everything. We talked about this in the mother, uh, mother's day podcast. You guys gave us everything. You guys changed our diapers, whatever you guys did all that. And then, it's like a full circle. Then you, you start seeing the changes as far as where you get responsible enough as a as an adult where you can start giving back to your parents and, and they can relive that almost that child like childhood phase where you get to ride a bike again. You didn't ride in thirty five years. You get to piss your pants again. <laughs> you didn't get to do it your how long. <laughs> but it's that's not something I do on the just so you But no, it's serious. Like it's, and then like I know it's it's we've just had to 
conversation about the female, the male thing, and, and a lot of males nowadays don't have that special someone. That special someone is your mom if you still have that individual in your life. Or like even your aunt, who whoever raised you, that individual or your dad, like those people are the ones that matter the most. So like give back to them. Share your experiences with them. If you don't have a, a queen yet. If I don't have a queen yet, I'm talking about me. Oh, jeez. I'm your queen. No. You're my mom. That pisses her pants. <laughs> Pissy pants. No, but what Austin's saying, it, we're passing the mic back and forth, so we can't just start arguing with each other. It makes me feel good that he wants to hang out with his mom. A lot of people don't want anything to do with their parents. They're like, oh, my gosh, like they're embarrassing. And I do embarrass him. Um, I didn't really, he doesn't really care. Like he just doesn't really care what people think. But when we travel together, it's kind of comical. He was told today, was it today that he looked about 18 years old? Um, so I said, well, if he's 18 and I'm like 30 some, but that's because his facial hair doesn't grow in completely. And he's just trying to get to that point. But he got that from his pap. My dad couldn't grow a full beard either. But, I mean, now he's sitting here saying, like, if he doesn't have a queen and he turns it back to his mom. And it's kind of cool, the relationship that we have. It's very different. Um, it's different than what I have with Dylan. It's different than what I have with Chase. It's different than what I have with your dad. But it, it, it's kind of cool that you can go on vacation. And when people say to me at the pool today, he was, I was getting in the hot tub and uh, there's people in the hot tub. And of course I'm talking, asking them where they're from. And then they saw Austin talking to me, um, before he left to come back to the condo to get ready for dinner. And they're like, now who's that? Is that your brother? And I'm like, nope, that's my son. You're my brother. I look young and you look old. But it, it, it's kind of like weird because people don't expect to say, oh, yeah, it's just me and my son, my grown-ass son at the beach together. Um, but, yeah, if you have that special someone, your mom, whatever, it, it's, it's cool that they bring you along. Yes, I invited myself. He kept saying he was coming by himself. And I said, nope, I'm coming, I'm coming. And then we decided at the last minute that I was coming. So, guys, just to wrap this up, like, Everything we talked about in the podcast, stigma, like judging people, how we judge ourselves, setting goals and things like that. Like we're living it this week. We're spending time together. We're doing things we've not done before. Um, we're eating healthy. Well, me more than him. Um, we're exercising. We're sitting, I'm sitting on the beach and I'm literally like enjoying my time by myself and trying to figure things out and what my next step in life's going to be and how in the heck am I going to earn enough money that I can retire and be down here you have to think we're in a we're in an area of Florida where it's a lot of older people a lot of retired people and they're just they just look relaxed like they're not in a hurry it's just like they enjoyed their life they worked whatever and I often wonder what their story is because these are beautiful homes down here and beautiful cars and it's just like they must have worked hard all their life and now they can finally like enjoy things like Austin said like he wants to enjoy things and I think it's awesome when you're down here everything's just so relaxed it's not the hustle and bustle of being in York working in the city 
it's nice. I mean, I couldn't do this forever because I like people, but to take a moment and look around and see how people were successful and planned, it makes me think, how do I plan next? Like, let's set goals. How do I get to this point someday where I can do this every day? Yeah, and everybody's success, it looks different. So, like, a lot of people think their success should be based on little materialistic things like the cars, the the retired house, like you just said. Like, you want to get to that point. Well, you can't take that stuff with you. So, and you said about what their stories are. Like, yeah, that stuff's interesting. But, like, what I really would want to ask them is, like, what do you regret? Because I guarantee at the age they are right now, there's regrets. And I was watching some video and a lot of things that people regret, like, the top things are they wish they had more time. They wish they would have conquered the fears that they had to go talk to somebody or, or start that new thing or, or do that new job. They spent too much time uh, being comfortable and, and just trying to get by in life instead of going after their dreams. And, and then like another one is like um, having more memories or being around that your loved ones more. So like you talk about the hustle and like how they work their asses off to get to what they want. But then, like I said, it's not you work your ass off to get those things in your life, like the the houses, the cars, but those aren't the things that you take with you when you're dead. Like I believe that you take your memories with you. So like anything that you can create, like the wealth that you would create, you just have to build experiences, not to buy a bunch of things that you think you need to 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 mask a certain life for everybody else. Again, going back to the social media where you can literally go on social media, like the Instagram, like uh, especially for the women out there, they they look at all these these Instagram models and they're like, wow, like how do I do this? How do I do that? And then they want to go do uh, procedures to get certain things done to 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 um, set this standard for themselves that isn't realistic. So it's it's not about it's not about the materialistic things that you achieve in life that creates your success. And some people that is that's what they want. But you can't say that because most people, their standards are different. But back to your happiness, like the people that are truly happiest are the ones that, and this is different for everybody as well. Like everybody has different perspectives on, on their own happiness. But again, to be able to experience these kinds of things, it's, it's more about experiencing with family or like your significant other, your your wife, your husband. It's more about that person that you spend it with, to share it with, than to actually achieve that certain thing. Because, and, and some people are okay with doing it alone, but I feel like you just—it's better to share it with somebody. And I feel like a lot of us search for that somebody to to share with. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, you have anything else to say? probably get them up some point on facebook or something i'm not sure he has them uh he's trying to get them on tiktok i think he's he's just he just totally enjoys getting that damn camera out and capturing me doing stupid stuff and for people that know me (laughs) there's a lot of you guys that know me out there that call me simple and i really am simple like i'm just down to earth me and you know, who gets on a podcast and I openly admits that they pee their pants. Like, 
it's just reality in our world and it's it's good those memories are funny like we'll think about this later he'll be telling his child someday if he has one or chase or somebody you know hey me and grandma went to the beach and this is what she did and it, it is the memories that we'll remember and people and it'll get passed down like so make the memories while you can because I know a lot on Facebook right now, there's a lot of things I've been posting on Sciencing a Stigma, like you don't know when your last day is. And so it's important to make the memories now and not worry about later. Like, do it now, because now's the time. You might not have a later, and some of us know that, like, it's, it's sad, but you don't know when your last day is, so live every day and enjoy it and make those memories whether they're funny memories or you're embarrassed by them or whatever like do you everybody just do you and and enjoy life because that's what we're doing and we'll catch you on the next one and if we do jet skis tomorrow i'm sure there'll be a story for that um we're not finished here yet we're here till sunday night sunday so we're here till sunday but morning um then we gotta take this car back to the airport and we'll still continue to make memories as we get home and talk about it and plan our next trip sorry about that she just kind of mumbled on there trying to make this thing last a little long she didn't know how to close <laughs> now she's talking her shit. Now she's talking herself because she's sales. She's a salesperson. How would you close a sale? How do you close it? You, you just mumble on like that because they don't give a shit. They're about direct and to the point, decisive. Decisive, right to the point. What do they say? Well, guys, we'll catch you on the next one. We gotta. We got to package the items up and uh, we got to ship them to you and we'll get them back. And then, yeah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. I'll take care of this for you. Have a great day. But all right, guys. Yeah, we will. We will catch you on the next one. We're looking further into getting some more guests on the, the podcast as we know you guys like that. So, yeah, we'll catch you on the next one and peace. Thanks, guys. Bye.